Yo, this was probably one of the best podcast interviews I've ever recorded. Uh, the funny thing was, is it was more spiritual. So today we're going into spirituality with Dr. Steven Enriquez. Dude is an amazing fucking dude and uh, just really awesome person to, to encounter within this life. So uh, I had the opportunity to cross paths. You know, I've been trying to hit him up through Instagram and get to know him. Um, and started getting to know him, and then finally was able to make time, book him on the podcast, which was, um, you know, go with the flow type thing, even when it didn't go my way. So it was funny is uh, I just put good energy towards it. I'm like, oh, this is all right. It'll work out. It worked out. It was an amazing podcast, so I'm glad to be able to share it. And it's something that, you know, you learn is when you continually put in that work, understand the little lessons in between, not losing your composure, not breaking character, you understand that you show up differently versus when you're more on the emotional side, stuck with how you feel, uh, feel disrespected. You're going to do some dumb shit. So I've been there. I've done that. And that's why I helped that man who got on his knees begging God for shit to change because it's something to where when you're at that level, you really start to see things differently. And all the shit you thought was important isn't important. I've got my story. You got yours. I've dropped blood, sweat, and tears on the floor Then looked the devil right in the eyes and told him I want more When it's time to walk through hell's kitchen I ain't afraid to lace my boots back up Been there and back a couple times, but I made it through that stuff I realized if you wanna win, you gotta recalibrate your mindset Before there's no time left Again, for tuning in, go ahead, leave a five star rating review. Let us know how great this podcast for you. Just subscribe to the newsletter. You can do that by going to the show notes. And then, if you really want to fucking win, align yourself to what is important to you, becoming the best man that you admire, living your life by the foundational principles that guide you to your level of success, join the recalibrated man mastermind. That's where we can jam one-on-one. I got a group full of winners and all they want to do is just keep leveling up. And that's what we do every week. You know, as we talk, we figure out, Hey, what do we have to do to get to the next level and start mapping out that process of all the small things that we can do. Thank you guys again for tuning in. It's a mess honor. Dr. Steve, thank you so much for coming on the Winner's Paradigm podcast, brother. Uh, first, I want to commend you for taking time out of your busy schedule, brother, because I've been trying to get you booked for a while now and, you know, schedules conflict, but the great thing is, is I got you here. It, yeah, it happened, and I wanted to say thank you for that, brother. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. Yeah, it's great, dude. It's, you know, things have uh, been busy this past couple of weeks, man. Masterminds and speaking events and all sorts of stuff, dude. Hell yeah. You guys, you guys are incredible people, uh, and I love the work you guys are doing. I've been following you for a while, so I know we're going to have a great conversation today, and I'm not trying to hype you up uh, before we get started. No, hype me up, man. Brief intro. <laughs> who you are, what you're passionate about today, brother. Yeah, dude. So I appreciate it, man. How did you find me anyways? Uh, Instagram, brother. I've been seeing you off mutual people. Um, we have, I believe Clinton posted a story first of yeah. you guys all working out in one of the masterminds. And yeah. then um, I seen you off Wes's page. And then I just started following you uh, consistently about what you guys were doing. And that's what I thought was awesome was like, 
number one, you guys are like the power couple goals, but continually showing up and then showing the transformation of what both of you guys were before the current. It's huge, man. It's huge. And, and that's what really excites me. It's about how do we make that change, right? How do we create a new mindset? What do, how do we get rid of some of these limited beliefs that we all have, right? And, and I've seen over 250,000 patients. And even to me, like, it didn't seem like it was that big a deal. But when I really reflected back on it, it was, right? And, and there's a reason why God sent me all these people. And I, I had to go through this transformation and, and it comes from a place of suffering, believe it or not. So I, I like to say that, you know, God, God gives people gifts in strange ways, right? And, and at first he challenges you to see what you're made of. And like, you won't really get to really see or feel your gift until you've been confronted by so much pain, right? That's how we develop consciousness. And so if you're able to stand those tests, then we can utilize those things that we've learned in the journey to help free other people. So it's like he only gives people these challenges that are worthy or like he helps you heal people. But first you have to heal yourself. Oh, right. I, I love that so much. Uh, yeah. and that's something that that I talk about all the time because uh, a little bit of me uh, was in the Marine Corps within that time frame, tore all the cartilage in my right knee. So I need a double uh, knee replacement in the next five to 10 years. Threw out my back multiple times, got a bad back, dislocated both shoulders four or five times. Uh, now I have osteoarthritis in my joints. And then uh, uh, I just found out that I may have an anti, uh, what is it, autoimmune disorder, uh, disease. Mm -hmm. So it's been yeah. funny because every morning, you know, throwing up, um, before I go to the gym, cause my joints hurt so bad and I'm aching yeah. and in constant pain. And I've done yeah. the antidepressants. I've done, um, fucking the injections, nothing works. Yeah. You know, cannabis yeah. helped me get through that, but two, it was right. being intentional. So I'm not just like high out of my mind. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. That was something for me, you know, was sharing that along the way and then being like, Hey, just because you guys are going through that suck, you know, that pain, um, whatever it is, you can still share that. And that was something for me, you know, is me and the wife were going to get a divorce. I got on my knees. Uh, I really just begged God and, you know, got vulnerable and was like, hey, God, could you give me a sign you're real? One of my buddies yeah. who I wasn't even uh, close with, he was a client, actually. He hit me up and he was like, hey, man, I'm praying. Something told me to reach out to you. Are you good? Like, what's going on? Oh, yeah. And I yeah. was like, well, I asked God to end my life today. And he's like, what? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Dude, my wife's going to leave me. I feel like a piece of shit. Uh, I'm not yeah. being the best man that I can be. I have a podcast and I'm talking about men being the best they can be. But my past caught up to me. And uh, it was just awesome within that, you know, talking about the transition and then really harping on that and harping on that man. And that's what, you know, my mission is every single day. So that's why when I see you guys killing it and really just embodying those characteristics and you talk about it all the time, the manifestations, um, the alignment, you know, just currently working on yourself, the visualization. That's what I find incredible. So you talk about it all the time. Uh, you talk about, you know, when you envisioned the car and what you guys were going to be listening to. Would you mind giving us uh, a little recap on what it was like, you know, when the manifestations, the visualizations came true and you're able to just sit in that moment of like, hey, this is what we accomplished when we listened to God and we took massive action behind that. Well, well you know, it all first starts from suffering, right? You have to hit rock bottom to really figure out you know, what matters and what you're made for, what you're, what you're made out of, so to speak. And, you know, Wayne Dyer says like, you know, if, if whatever you're, whenever you're squeezed, what you're made of comes out of you. Right. 
And so if you squeeze an orange, you get orange juice, <laughs> right? So uh, what the hard times are like the best times. And, and that's when, look, you can't, you can't, you can't ask your way out of this, right? You're living, you're, you're, you're existing. You didn't have a choice that we know of to come into this world. We can't really decide when we leave, right? Like, I, and I, I don't know if you ever listened to, to Osho. He's a spiritual teacher. Like, a, yes, dude, I just found out Osho is, and I'm like, why didn't I find out what this is? Bro, sooner, I, and you know? I post him a lot, right? Because he's really cool because he, he pulls together all religions and kind of shows their common thread, right? It's a consciousness. Jesus consciousness, Buddha consciousness, Muhammad consciousness. Everyone had this consciousness, and that, that's the way, right? And so how do you... How do you derive, right? We're, we're Christian culture, so we can speak through Christianity, right? And Jesus is consciousness or Christ consciousness. And how do we get to that level of where, like, yeah, we're the body, but we're also this mind and this spirit all connected to one, right? On three planes of existence. So how do we play in this hologram we call our life? How do we manipulate energy and matter? And how do we manifest the things that we really want? First, you have to get to a place where, Look, I don't want to be here anymore, dude, because if this is the way it's going to keep going, I don't want to participate. You have to get to that place because once you can get there, once you surrender, right, when you really fucking suffer enough to where you surrender the body and then you realize, dude, I don't have a choice. So if I don't have a choice, let's fucking go then, dude, because there ain't nowhere to go. I can't go any further down. And, you know, I, you can't even kill yourself, dude. You can't even... Choose that because you don't know if it's going to work, right? And, and an intelligent person is going to get to that place and be like, well, I can't choose when I leave either. So, fuck. Life is, Buddha says life is suffering. And once you understand that, then you can choose not to suffer because then you're like, okay, it's going to be like this. Let's go, dude. What else is there? I'm, I'm smiling right now that you said that. And uh, literally, I've been saying this, like people who've been listening, they're probably getting sick of me because I keep talking about congruence. Everything that the way you do one thing is the way you do everything and everything is congruent. And when you put that effort, you put that work into yourself, everything flows seamlessly. And that's what's funny is like I'm literally talking to people and literally what you're saying, brother, is exactly what I went through. Uh, I thought I was just going to be a Buddhist. Honestly, I got tired of Christianity and people forcing it down their throats. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I, I started reading into Buddhism. And that was that, the one quote that really hit me um, because I was like that. And that's where I really like started looking at other religions. And then uh, that was something for me. You know, when I asked God for that sign, I got a vision of a violent death. Uh, I had a dream of my funeral. People reading my eulogy, and it was like not shit. Didn't amount to anything. <laughs> not about his word. Uh, had an endless yeah. potential, but decided to it, off it, himself it, yeah. and, and not be yeah. that, you know. So uh, I woke up crying, honestly, brother. And I was just like, I need to take massive action for my life, but also help that man. And that's really where I went back to. You know, it's like everything I do is for that man that was on his knees. Um, because if you haven't got to that, and for a lot of men, you know, is we just like that quote is, you know, is a man only changes when the, the fear of pain is worse than the fear of reality. And that was yeah. me, you know, I didn't think about it until my wife like had the kids, went with our family for three weeks. Um, and I was just like, man, I can't see my kids. I don't know what to do. Uh, I'm, you know, from there, I wasn't drinking for a year, but it was just like, I wanted to drink more than ever. Oh, yeah. I'm working yeah, yeah. out and that's and really where it tapped into it. it was like, hey, this is what you have to do in order to get to that other side. Yes, yes. You know, Osho says something really cool. He says, when you can risk it all, all is yours. 
right? When you can put it all on the line, you have everything. When you can surrender what, what you what you wish to possess, you must release it. Money, power, everything, right? Everything's this paradox in this hologram we call life. It's dream, right? So have you ever tried to like run away and like run away from somebody in a dream or try to scream in a dream, try to fight in a dream? The harder you push, the more you can't. Ooh. So like that in life, everything's that paradox, right? It's, the, it's not what you think. It's law of reverse effect. The harder you try, the harder you push, the, the harder it becomes like quicksand. Let's, let's tap on that real quick. Cause that was something, uh, I, so a little about me as well. You know, I worked with a seven figure entrepreneur, uh, that once I got out the Marine Corps, I was like battling through it, you know, hustling sales calls, getting the degree. We had two miscarriages. Um, I finally found a job that I thought was alignment. Luckily got the sign that it wasn't, you know, my nanny moved to Minnesota. So I'm literally holding my daughter, making sales calls. And uh, yeah. I called my manager, hey, this is what's going on in my world. Just to let you know, my numbers are going to slip. My numbers go back up. Uh, he's like, hey, is this really what you want to do? It's just your heart here. And once he told me that, I was like, this company doesn't give a fuck about me. So I quit. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, go in, start with the seven-figure entrepreneur. And it wasn't alignment. And I'm so blessed now that that happened. Um, I was so upset at him after the partnership. And I'm like, I invest thousands of dollars. And this yeah. didn't work out. And he's a supposed to be seven-figure guy. And I didn't make anything from working with him. And it was funny because he was a half uh, half of the glass fool type guy. So it was funny because yeah. I realized that that's how I was in life, that I was not showing up as a father. I wasn't showing up as a husband. Uh, I wasn't doing the small things. You know, my nutrition yeah. wasn't on point, And that's why the results didn't reflect. Um, so you, know, I you was, mean he was like, he was scarcity thinking. Like he thought everything. Like, yes. Everything. When it really came down to it, it was always that. Very it was. Enough. Yeah. We need more clients so we can get more money. We need more of this. And uh, yeah. I was the same way, you know, uh, I bought a house and I was just like, I got a house, I got a mortgage, I got all these things. And it was yeah. funny. It's like the more that I went into that scarcity mindset, yeah, I had more to lose. But when I just said like, fuck it, you know, I'm in debt yeah. over my head. I don't care. I'm just going to sit here, soak yeah. this in and create that man that I admire. Like all of a yeah. sudden speaking engagements popped up. Getting people booked on the podcast became easier. My wife started respecting me and was like, man, what happened to you? How did you lose the 50 pounds? Uh, yeah. So I love that you were saying that, brother, because for me, when it came to the alignment and really the energy, the vibrational frequency I was at, it wasn't aligning because I wasn't the man that I needed to be within that time frame. Uh, can you talk about, you know, the effects of what happens when you do exactly that, when you immerse yourself within and you start figuring out, hey, this is who I need to be in order to give my best self to the world? Well, it, it all comes from a deep seat of trust. And, and you can't develop trust until you have doubt. And if everything's coming from that sense of lack, right, everything's going to be colored with that. So it's, you're going to have a pessimistic view on the world and there's never there will never be enough. Because that's the energy that you're sending out in the universe, not enoughness. Mm -hmm. So you could be rich as fuck, but be a beggar, poor, grasping. And, and you know people like this. We all know people like this. Like it's never enough for them. And they'll never be fulfilled because it's all coming from a sense of competition, a sense of not enoughness, a sense of dissatisfactionness, what Buddha says, right? And, it, you know, it's like the hungry ghost in Buddhism. You know the hungry ghost? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> drinking extended bellies that have bottomless pits right yep. right it, it, it's the it's the vices it's the it's the greed it's the 
you know, the thirst for everything and, and it'll never be fulfilled. Ashes in the mouth. And so when, when you realize that there is no fucking competition, that there is an abundance in everything. And when you start to let go and let God, right. It, that's when the manifestations, that's when the magic happens because then you develop trust because you test, you test, you test all of these, it becomes more than just a theory. You see that everything's always worked out in your life. It always fucking has. Even if like you were down to the last dollar, you realize it fucking worked every fucking time. Because at that point you let go. There's nowhere to go, bro. That's when the magic happens. And so when you realize that it works like that and every time you tested it, it worked. Whenever you bet it on, bet on yourself, it worked. Whenever there wasn't enough money for rent, it fucking worked. And so we live in this like fear, the scarcity. We all know what fear stands for, false evidence appearing real. It's all an illusion, but you have to test it to see that it is. And like the law of reverse effect says, right? When you confront those demons, when you stand up to them, you realize they're not even fucking real. You're just hitting it on the money. And you know what? That that was something for me. Uh, September, my wife had a craniotomy. She had three brain surgeries total. Uh, I take care of the kids while I run the business. Um, and it was, you know, running into that issue. I needed money. Uh, I need to take care of my wife. I need to be a better husband. And it was funny because I noticed that when I focused on just being present within the moment and being the best that I can be, that's where life started to change. That's when I started to get better. Uh, and that's where, you know, ultimately everything in my world that I was attracting became more is people were like, bro, how do you do it? How do you barely sleep and still show up for your family? And I'm like, that's what we're called to do as men is to be more in the time of need. So right. that that's exactly and, and what I'm going to ask you. How many people ask you, and this happens, right? Because when you really start fucking doing it, everybody will start asking you these questions that are like, because they like they, they, when they first look at you and you start doing this, when you tap in, people will be thinking you're insane, especially like your family and like your friends yeah. and shit. They'd be like, how many hours a night do you sleep? And like, do you, how many times do you work out? Like all the questions that really don't matter, it, but you can't, you have to get to this place to actually feel that there is an unlimited abundant energy source if you tap into the spirit, right? And, but you have to get there. You have to get there through suffering and you have to get there through, you know, you have to get there through like kind of, surrendering the body in some way and that's through discipline right yeah there's I another gear. there's another yeah. gear man but like you have to tap into it and that's like i get up like at 233 right i posted on um, you know and Teresa gets up at 333 and does push-ups and it's like dude i i just realized like i god wakes me up and i don't fuck with that man because every time i do it it's not it, it ain't it doesn't work right so when he gets me up, I get up. When he when he lets me go to sleep, I go to sleep. It's the way it works. It's real easy. When he's gonna call oh, me home, cool. he's gonna call me home, bro. I don't have any choice in any of that. So until then, let's fucking go. I, I love that so much, you know, and I think that's a testament to the work you guys do. Uh, and that's why I said you guys are power couple goals. It's like I've seen the transformation of what you guys do. You guys are fucking badass, you know, the way you guys perform show up but i would say the even greater part it isn't about what you accomplish it's the energy brother like you guys are continually coming from this place of love and just pouring out into people like never any negative energy comes from you guys and you guys yeah. are always saying like positivity and that's the one thing i love and that's why i followed you so much and like continually you know engage with you is i'm like yeah. man you know dr steve no matter what it is shows up 
every single day. And that was something I took upon myself as well. You know, it's like realized uh, kind of like the affirmations per se. People say like that. I get to. That doesn't work for me. Uh, you get yeah. stuck within being in gratitude. I just say I do every day. I do show up as that best man for my family. I do daily workouts twice a day. I do not bitch. I do execute. I do help clients whether I make money or not. And it was something where yes. it was just like, things just start changing don't when miss. it acted that don't way. Miss. Yeah, dude. Yeah, you put out all that positive energy in the universe and you'll always get it back 100% of the time, right? Like I don't get paid for most of the deals that I do, but I link guys together, right? The more you can help people make money, you will make more money. And and this in, in the self-development space, it's, it's pretty big because there's a lot of sharks, dude. There's a lot of scammers. Yeah. There's a lot of people that are just in it for themselves and they forgot why they started. And and they get exposed, man. And, you know, there's a lot of people that that just aren't in it for the right reasons anymore or they forgot. And they operate out of a sense of scarcity. So they don't even practice what they preach. That, that was I practice what I preach, dude. I'm 100% authentic, dude. I'll, I'll be pissed authentically. I'll be happy authentically. What you see is what you get in front of the camera, off the camera. So how it goes. And so no, the more authentic you can be, you'll really know what you want because then you'll get the gift of the contrast. But if incredible. you're not authentic, you can't even feel what you like. You're trying to like, you're trying to like contort yourself to make everybody else happy. And then you'll never get what you want. You're just, you're manipulating people to getting things that you want. You're manipulating people to your advantage. So it works out for you. So you can say this whole bullshit about, oh, relational versus transactional. Yeah, if it fucking benefits you, right? Oh yeah, it's relational when it benefits me. I'm the big dog. Yeah, if you say something about it, it's transactional. Yeah, you're all you're in it for the money. Okay, dude, like you're the one holding all the cards. Like, wh what are you gonna do? <laughs> you know what? That that's funny, and you made me think about myself. You know, that's what it was for me. Uh, you asked me earlier. You know, what are you? You're Mexican, and I was like, yeah. And what's funny is I always ran into that issue. Is I'm 75 percent Mexican. 25% black. Uh, I grew up with the Mexican side. I don't speak Spanish. I didn't grow up with the black side. So yeah. I always was pouring my energy into the wrong efforts instead of just being me. And people yeah. would be like, the Mexican side, you don't speak Spanish. You're not one of us. Black side, yeah. oh, you're not black enough. You're Mexican. Yeah. And it would run yeah. into that issue. And then I would be with people who uh, lived a partic particular lifestyle. And it was one thing that they would vet me out on is, yeah. oh, you don't check out. Blah, you're blah, never, blah. You're and I would, never Mexican enough or never black enough. Right? Exactly. Like, and I would pour my energy into proving them wrong versus just being me. And yeah. now what's funny is like, they just see, they're like, bro, I seen your page. You talk about this or that. Oh, you went through some shit. Oh, it's this or that. And I'm like, yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. Like, why are we fucking sitting here saying this dumb shit, saying limiting beliefs or labeling yourself as, oh, I'm Mexican and our culture is to drink consistently eat like shit and that's okay because we take care of our family and it's like no why don't we challenge yeah. ourselves to be better individuals because yes. that's not the goal is to come from a country to come to a new country to be like oh i want to live the same and do the same shit no the goal is to come here and to do something great for our family so they have what we didn't have and that was something for me you know when i really like went down to the roots uh it hit me years later my grandfather died uh when i was younger and i like literally one day was just walking by the cemetery you know and like God was telling me, hey, go see your grandfather. And I go see him. And I was just like, uh, the funny part is he's from Guanajuato and he didn't speak any English. So I just like really sat there and I thanked him. And I was like, hey, thank you for bringing us over here. 
But two, I was like, I never had that. You know, I never understood why. And I was like, now I understand what understood why my whole life I've seen things differently and understood that there's more to life and also the simplicity of life. Like you mentioned earlier, less is more. And I'm always saying that all the time. People don't understand that. And I'm like, if I have less, I feel better. If I'm suffering, I feel better. And that's the fact is people don't understand that. They think that you need more external, external validation to feel, feel better on the internal where that's not the way life works. And let's touch on that, brother. So can you talk about, you know, what it's like when you go external thinking that that's going to solve all the internal issues? Well, it's, it's attachment, right? The more, the more you have, like, you either are possessed by your possessions or you have possessions, right? Here, here's something I heard. It, it's really good. It's like, you know, if your house burns down, right, you could go off and cry. We tell everybody the story about how you lost your house. But if, you're, if you burned up, would, would your house weep for you? <laughs> right? Are you possessed by the possession, right? And, and here's the thing. Look, we're all going to die. Right, I have this skull right here. Right, we're we're on we are on a limited time basis here on Earth, in this body that we have. Right, we don't get to choose when we go. We don't get to choose when we come here. Right, although some people would say that you know we made a conscious choice to drop into these bodies and we actually chose our parents. But the fact of the matter is, is that you know time isn't real. Here's a yeah, I have this little hourglass here. Right. The only thing that's real is the present moment. That, that's that separation between the two, right? It's always in constant flux. And so this is the only time that actually exists. Now, when, now, 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 right? So the future doesn't exist, neither does the past. It's already passed. So the only moment that we have right now is the present moment. So what can we do in that present moment? That's where all our power resides. And the only thing that's real in the present moment is our feelings, our thoughts and our feelings. Other than that, everything is just in flux. You're hitting it. You're you're like Confucius, brother. You're just coming <laughs> all with the right advice. And uh, it's funny that you talked about life and death. Let's see if I can get it on. Uh, there we go. Uh, I literally got a casket tatted on my hand for that reason, too. Every time, yeah. every rep in the gym, every burpee, every time I look down at my hand, I understand the clock is ticking. And that was something for me uh, that I prevented myself on growth was had six good friends that died, um, two family members, my my uh, grandfather, and then uh, my um, one of my friend's moms who would always sit me down and be like, mijo, like, all the shit that happened to you, God did it for a reason. I see greater things in you. And she would yeah. just really sit there and get me to cry because she had cancer and she was terminally <laughs> yeah. ill. And yeah. it was just awesome talking to her because she like was the first person who really seen that in me. And it was funny because when my friends started dying, I created that paradigm within my own head. And that's why I talk. That's why this podcast is called The Winner's Paradigm. It's like what it takes for you to win. You know, you, you're going to have to continually evolve, become that, level up do more, figure out the next thing, the next thing, the next thing. Yes, and for yeah. me, it was that was, I was thinking about all my friends that died. And I'm like, well, it's a disservice to my people if I don't show up in the best way that I can. It's a disservice yeah. if I'm sitting here like I can't engage or or, or uh, foster new relationships because I'm scared of people dying. Why don't I just yeah. sink yeah. into the current moment, like you said, and soak it in and be like, Ooh. well, I'm going to be the best offering I can be to you guys. 
And that's why, you know, I say that. And that's one of the things I do all the time, brothers. Uh, I hit all my people up. Hey, brother, I just want to say I love you. And they're like, what? You're this machismo dude who's always acting all hard and shit. And you're texting me, I love you. And I'm like, yeah, bro, because you can drop tomorrow. I can drop tomorrow. And the last thing I want you to know is I do love you. I care about you. If I'm rocking with you, it's for a particular reason because you continually show up and, and you mean a lot to me. So uh, that was something, you know, I wanted to share because that was something for me, you know, is as it's, it's I big, became more it's present, big. I understood that. It's big because like, look, you could go kicking and screaming, right? And we've all known people that die kicking and screaming. It's a terrible way to die. Do you want to, I don't want to die like that. I want to die like on a shield, motherfucker. Let's go, dude. Like, I want to die like consciously, man, because that's a good way to go. Then I don't have to come back and do all this bullshit. I don't have to stay stuck in that limited mindset and come back and do it all over again the same way. Like our job is to evolve as humans, right? And that's and that means realize that we're more than this human body, right? Yeah, we came for our parents, but like they just they just housed us and like we came through them, right? And look, I, everybody know you know it's a Hispanic thing, but like you know, be careful, mijo, be careful. Look, you will never know death. It will never be you. Right. And like your friends died and all that. They did you a favor. You have to realize that they showed you and, and it will never be you. I was driving down this, the freeway going to my office one time. There's all these car accidents and stuff. And I would always remember my mom and my nana say, oh, be careful. It could have been you. You almost died. This and this and you, I almost died. This and that. But realize it will always be somebody else. It will never be you. But yet we're so afraid of it being us. Think about this one. You will never know death. You will never experience death. It'll always be somebody else. It'll always be Billy or Joe or Mary. Hey, did you hear me? Billy died, right? True. Be careful. You can almost die. But dude, we would have died by now. It's not going to happen. And we'll never experience it. It will always be somebody else. And like when that hit me, I was like, holy fuck, it's never going to be me. Why are we so afraid of it? Like my whole life, my parents were trying to like keep me so safe and protected. The only security is insecurity. That's it, dude. And when it, when you can live like this, you can really live. You can die before you die and now you can really live. And that's what Jesus came to say. That that hit me deep right there because I have a buddy, uh, my breathwork coach, one of my good friends. He was a firefighter. And uh, he says that is the reason why life is so hard is because we're Jesus in human flesh. And, you know, we're experiencing life and yeah. going through everything for him. And that is the reason why you're going to deal with the adversity. And number two, um, what he talks about is just us, you know, being the best we can be and showing up as that. And that was something for me, you know, when it clicked, I was like, man, that's powerful. It's like people don't understand that. And you can always say whatever you want, you know, and for me, it was just continually showing up and showing that, you know, it's like the more positivity I put out on the world, the more that came back. Um, it came from, you know, that struggle, the hood mindset of always the limited shit and whatever yeah. this is and, you know, that fear. And it was funny that I did a 10 day fast and I didn't even know I can do a 10 day fast. I just didn't even let doubt creep in my, creep in my head. And someone asked me like, what happens if you fell? I was like, then I die. And they just looked at yeah. me. They're like, well, you're not going to die. I was like, so what the fuck are we scared I about? Yeah, and they just looked okay. at me like, uh. yeah, yeah, I guess I'll fucking die then. Right. And because like I you've I know you've been here before. Like you've been like, so like, you know, there's a point in life where you like you, you drink too much. You do too many drugs. You're like you're like you're like miserable. And then this begets even more misery. 
And there's moments where it's like you're like you're even suffering when you're doing the, like the drugs and the alcohol, right? Like there's moments where you're like, dude, this is so terrible. But like the only glimpse of hope, you're like, this is gonna make a funny story, right? And it, that's the like the weirdness that gets you at some point. And and you just you're trying to numb up this and try to consolidate like being in the spirit in this human body, and that there's difficulty and challenge and like Jesus came to wake people up. Right. He said, I didn't come for peace. I came with a sword. Right. And he wanted what he talked about was poking them, poking, piercing them in their heart to wake them up to the truth that this is an illusion that we're living in. The kingdom of heaven is now and you have to die before you die. You die to the past. You die to the future. Now the kingdom of heaven is now. Again, you're just hitting this. This is the most spiritual podcast I've recorded. And it's a consciousness because if you can get the spirit right, everything, everything is manifested from the non-physical. Look, Wallace Waddles, he's wrote the science of getting rich. He said, the physical supply is nearly inexhaustible. The non-physical supply really is inexhaustible. Everything comes from the non-physical. Everything comes from a thought. Thoughts are things, everything. So if you go back and you reason, look, everything you have right now, you thought about wearing that shirt before you put it on. Right, you tried it on before you tried it on. You thought I lost the weight first to put it on. Right? Yeah, yeah. So, so yes, look, look. You pictured yourself. How am I going to look in this stringer, dude? I like you wanted it to look a certain way, and you know, like everyone talks about this ideal version of yourself. You're manifesting that all the time, and it's always happening. There's never been a thing that you have in your life that you didn't think of first, right? And and you can go back and reason, like, look, I'm going to think a thought. I'm going to care about it and I'm going to feel it before I even experience it. And that's going to change the vibration of the non-physical universe and make it manifest in my hand. It happens that way. Incredible, Dr. Steve. And, And I love the way you said that. So thank you for coming on today. And I'll wrap it up with the last question here, brother. Be vigilant in your time. <laughs> the previous version of ourself. We don't know where to start. We just want to align ourselves with our definition of success. What would say to, we say that again? Sorry. What would you say to the previous version of ourself? We don't know where to start. We just want to align ourselves with our definition of success. You can do it. <laughs> Everything's perfect. That, that, that's what I would say. Like nothing needs to change and you can change it. That's what I would say. Nothing needs to change. This is the way. Oh, that is perfect. That's something I sit with all the time is uh, everything happened for a reason, but now to take action upon that and to expand upon that. So I really appreciate you, brother. I'll definitely have you on for a second time. Where's the best way for everybody to find you if they want to keep up with you? They want to hear more. You can find me at at Dr. Steven Enriquez, A-D-R, Dr. Steven Enriquez at uh, Gmail or, you know, I don't know if you put this in this thing. Uh, you can put a, we can do a little typing thing here. They can link. We can link it up. There we go. I'll have it in man. the show notes. So I can put your email in the show notes right. uh, if people want to hit you up for your coaching. But thank you again. It's been a tremendous honor. Oh, and I know fun, definitely man. we'll do an in-person interview. Get Teresa on here as well because I definitely want to yeah. pick uh, talk to both of y'all at once because you guys are both great. All right, man. Good talking to you, man. Appreciate you. I've got my story. You got yours. 
I've dropped blood, sweat, and tears on the floor. Then look the devil right in the eyes and told him I want more. When it's time to walk through hell's kitchen, I ain't afraid to lace my boots back up. Been there and back a couple times, but I made it through that stuff. I realized if you wanna win, you gotta recalibrate your mindset. Before there's no time left.